Hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good twilight. You know what? Twilight is good, and here's why. Robert Pattinson, that is all. That's it, nothing else needs to be said. If you want more proof, go and look him up. He's very good. He's likable, the guy's grounded, he's humble, he's down to earth. It's very warm. It's very warm. It's a hot day. I'm back down south now, I'm back in England. I'm not, um, I'm not in, um, Scotland anymore. And nobody told me that it was going to be this hot. Actually, everybody told me. The entirety of Twitter told me it was going to be this hot. And um, here I am in a jet black van, just cooking like a roast chicken. Not like a roast potato, I think, more. If I was part of a roast dinner, I'd want to be a roast potato. I think they're the best part. Oh, that could be controversial. That could be a very controversial thing to say. Um, Roast potato? I mean, I think they are. I'm not going to you know, disregard or repudiate, very good word, uh, anyone's point of view if they don't think roast potatoes are the best part of a roast dinner. But I will stand my ground and defend it. I will die on that hill. And I won't roll down it. And that's the first word. Roll. That is the first word of today. What? What? God, I'm good. Look at that. Totally improvised segue into the first word. It's nice when my subconscious is working with me. When I can just start talking and it will just lean enough towards what I need to be talking about. Welcome to Cavancast. It's nice to be here. Thank you for listening. If you're new to the podcast, hello, welcome in. Thank you for joining here. No matter what you're doing, whether you are heading off to bed, whether you are just having a nap in the afternoon, whether you're driving, eating food, just vibing. Perhaps you're in a garden center. Who knows? I'm not one to judge. Either way, you can feel free to hang out with me for a while. I will keep you company as I use a random word generator to generate five random words and then talk about them. Something to do in it. Yeah, not bad, not bad. And like I said, the first word is roll. So let's get this son of a gun rolling. Okay. Actually, it's been, I'm speaking of dying on hills and then rolling down them. I guess if you were to die on a hill, you would just kind of roll down. You know, if you if you died like just at a slight angle, just you know, maybe over the course of a a few days you just slowly like maybe the maybe you'd need a strong wind. I think I'm going too much into this. So rolling down a hill, right? Fun thing to do. Very fun pastime. Um I did I did actually I rolled down a hill when I was a lot younger unintentionally actually I rolled down a hill quite unintentionally and um I got very hurt didn't stop me um to the point where on my I think the adrenaline carried me through to the point where now one of the one of like it's at the top of it's not at the top of my bucket list skydiving is at the top of my bucket list but um somewhere 
somewhere on my bucket list. I want to do the cheese rolling. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? So basically, <laughs> so the Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling and Wake is an annual event held on the spring bank holiday at Cooper's Hill near Gloucester in England. Participants race down the 200-yard long hill after a round of double Gloucester cheese is sent rolling down it. It's so specific, I love it. The event was traditionally held by and for the people who live in the local village of Brockworth, not Cheeseville, but now people from all over the world take part. The Guardian called it a world-famous event, with winners coming from Canada, Australia, New Zealand and Nepal. I just just trust the British to j- <laughs> we have done so many crazy things and some very not so good things but we also chase cheese we chase cheese down a hill and we call it a sport I'm not really a patriotic dude to be honest but that makes me love my country and that is a hill I will die on. <laughs> because chances are, if I was to chase some cheese, if I like, if my competitive edge came out whilst chasing cheese down a hill, racing against other people, there would be four pieces, five pieces of me. I'd look like a, I'd look like Swiss cheese by the time I'd hit the bottom. I would, I would just have holes everywhere in me or I'd just be in bits I'd look like a cheese string that's what I would look like I would look like a friggin cheese string because I would get way too competitive the adrenaline would take over I would have no concern for my safety please dear god no one ever let me chase cheese down a hill what a way to go though um roll rolling 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 so I was working in Scotland and there's this place in Scotland and uh, this little cafe that was very good. Uh, they were getting waffles and ice cream in just after I left, which was so annoying. But anyway, um, they do, you know, like this, the, the standard cafe stuff. And they do um, rolls, like customizable rolls. And you can have either crunchy, crispy rolls or soft rolls. And I put that question to you. What do you prefer? Do you prefer a, a roll with a bit of crunch to it? Or do you prefer a soft roll? Personally, I like a bit of crunch. I did think I was a bit of a soft boy before before this, but I like a bit of crisp, apparently. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a crunchy guy now. I've been converted. Not by anyone, I converted myself. Because I am a strong, independent roll lover. And I don't need no bread fan, bread connoisseur, telling me what kind of roll to like. Roll. Wait a minute, this sounds like rock and or roll. I've definitely put that in a podcast before. Reverend Lovejoy. Mad respect. Big up, big up, big up, Reverend Lovejoy. What a don. What an absolute don. Big fan of you, my guy. What an interesting pace this episode is going. Do you know what? I kind of like it. I'm not complaining. You gotta try things. You gotta try new things from time to time. You know what I mean? Push the boundaries. Experiment. You gotta live a little. You gotta live a little. Right, I'm going to Glastonbury next year. 
that's it. I have I I totally missed out on it this year. I'm going to Glastonbury. And I have I don't know why Americans keep calling it Glastonbury. I'm not mad about it. I just it confuses me. I'm bewildered by this fact. Glastonbury. Glastonbury. Do you do, do, is it an American thing to say brie? Like as in like brie? Like Glastonbury or strawberry? Strawberry. Strawberry. What do you say? Strawberry. 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 Hey man, do you want a strawberry? Hey man, do you want a strawberry? You lot just say berry, don't you? Strawberry. Show me the tit on a strawberry. <laughs> you ever seen the TikTok of that? I don't know if it's a reference to something, but I saw it as a TikTok um, of a guy saying strawberry milk is okay because it's vegan. And then this guy stitched it saying, show me the tit on a strawberry. And it cracked me up, dude. Uh, but I, I feel like it's a reference to something and I'm not too sure what it is. It'll be like Sam. What's his name? Sam Elliott. Well, it was about 1964 when I first saw the tit on a strawberry. Like, <laughs> I'm supposed to be talking about Rolls. Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. That's a fancy car, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what? My brain is not offering me up anything else on rolls right now. So I'm just going to move on to the next one. If it throws something back up, then, you know, we'll go for it. But I'll just, I'll shoehorn it back in some way. But for now, let's move on to... Wave. Hello. I'm waving at you right now. Just so you know. Um, when I was younger... Uh, there was a an indoor swimming pool not too far from where I was, and it was a wave pool. This was like magic. Like I genuinely thought it was magic when I was younger. That there was there was something about it. There was definitely an age. Maybe it was the Santa age or the Tooth Fairy age, where something switched. Like in the same month, I found out that, um. Nothing, actually. I didn't find out anything about Santa. Um, if I did, hypothetically, uh, the same month I found out about something about Santa, I may have found, I may have discovered that uh, the wave pools aren't actually magic. They are um, controlled by a machine. But um, this wave pool, it was the place to be when you were a kid birthday parties were there there was like school trips there every now and then they had a slide which i definitely got stuck in um intentionally not by accident it wasn't that big of a slide but i like we thought it was hilarious to get to, to get to get stuck in this slide and uh so yeah we did we just stopped ourselves and, we're like, <laughs> and then um our friends would like come down and like kick us in the back and it just uh, just kids being kids, you know what I mean? So, um, one time, you know, like we all had a lot of excited 
fun there. It was very easy as a child to get excited. There was also a wimpy there. I don't know if y'all know about wimpy. Um, I think wimpy is still a thing. There's like maybe like four in the UK now. They're like they're like unicorns. Um, but wimpy was like if you if you take Burger King or McDonald's and you you strip it of all its makeup, you give it some dirty rags, you just put it in a room and let it fester in its own filth. That's what Wimpy is. And I loved it. It was the tastiest stuff ever. And if I walk past a Wimpy now, I would still go back into it. The description I gave is not a bad thing. It's just a thing. I am not judging Wimpy in any way, shape or form because I will put it into my system regardless, regardless, because of the fond memories I have. So there was a Wimpy in this in this uh, wave pool. Not in the wave pool. That would be a soggy roll. <gasps> I did it. I brought it back. Yeah. I mean, it's a burger bun, technically, but it's good enough. Um... So, so yeah, there was always birthday parties there, um, kids running around, parents like trying to get a five minute break and it not really happening. And um, one day a kid got way too excited. I don't know if it was his birthday. I don't know if Wimpy had a special on. I don't even know who the kid was, but all I remember is that we were all just jamming out in the shallow end of the pool and we all see something float by us in the form of for lack of a better word a nugget and I was having a really good day that day do you know what I think I needed a swim I think I was really you know you just need a swim sometimes as a seven year old you're like bro life's getting to me right now I just need a swim I need, I just need, I need the waves to like just wash over me. I need to, I need them to wash away my bad day. Okay. I just need to vibe out in the pool. That'll be it. And uh, so I was there and then this nugget floats past some kid, probably the same kid that would tell the teacher that they forgot to collect the homework went and dobbed in the the there was a poo in the pool and okay it's a little bit more acceptable like more understandable than the homework thing like i maybe i'm just a disgusting human being but i was like okay i'll just move away from it i'll just i'll go in the deep end and just hang out there but i don't want my day to be ended no some kid went and told uh the staff whole pool was closed down no longer could a wave wash over me and um provide me with much needed relaxation no the little nugget had to ruin it for everyone and then i went to wimpy instead and got chicken nuggets because <laughs> no i didn't no i didn't probably didn't eat chicken nuggets for a little while after that i bet you didn't think that that is anywhere near the story that would come out of wave um, but there you go. That is Wave. I should probably throw in the obligatory uh, thing about 
oh, don't you find it so crazy when it's so awkward when uh, you're like walking and somebody you think somebody's waving at you and so you wave back but you realize they're actually waving at the person behind you? God, that's so awkward, bro. Like, I, <laughs> that's so crazy to me. Like, why do we do that, bro? Like, uh huh. Anyway, let's throw a profound thing in there as well. We've had the obligatory, oh, awkward wave. So now let's do the obligatory cavern casting of throwing in something profound as well. Uh, everything, everything comes in waves. It might be a big old wave, it might be a little wave that just sort of brushes up against the shore that's a little bit foamy, but everything comes in waves. You may have heard the phrase, this too shall pass. It's the same thing. So really, you just gotta like surf that wave, bro. You just gotta ride it. You gotta shred some gnar. Whether it's good or bad, sometimes you crash, sometimes you ride it. You know, it's all good. And despite the accent, it's true. It's very true. Everything, if you treat everything as a wave, the good and the bad, you'll be a lot more peaceful because you can't hold on to a wave. It's going to come and it's going to go. So it's the same as don't try and hold on to the good because if you hold on to the good, you kind of have to hold on to the bad as well because they're all just emotions and they're all just things and you can't you can't really be one rule for one and one one rule one rule for one and one rule for another i don't think our brains work that way not in my experience and not in a lot of people's experience anyway and i read a book once so you can believe me <laughs> what's next ladybug that's an interesting one kind of annoys me that it came up with ladybug and not ladybird are they the same thing they have that's one of those things that i've never googled ladybug lady gaga let's just talk about lady gaga for 10 minutes she's great isn't she i am more than happy to stand lady gaga uh and wonderful examples she sets um wonderful tunes amazing talent, kind-hearted soul, really listens, really cares, solid, solid human being, at least from everything I've seen of her. Ladybug and Ladybird, ra-ra-ra-ra, roma ga-ga, ooh-la-la, Want your bed romance? Ladybug and Cat Noir, what's that? Oh, it's a cartoon. Teenager Marinette changes into Ladybug, her clandestine superhero persona, while her classmate and crush Adrian transforms into Cat Noir, his secret superhero persona to shield Paris from evil. Oh, it's a French thing. Oh. Ladybug and Cat Noir. Chat Noir. Yeah, they can't call it Chat Noir. <laughs> um, anyway. So, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Ladybug and Ladybird. Ladybug and Ladybird. Ladybug and Ladybird refer to the same insect. A cochinellidae beetle. 
In North America, the insect is primarily referred to as a ladybug, though sometimes it is called a lady beetle. That's new. I have not heard that one before. A lady beetle? No. Like Paulina McCartney. That's a lady beetle. <laughs> In British English, the insect is called a ladybird. Yes, I always grew up. Oh, come on now. In the late in the late 1600s, it was also labelled the lady cow. Stop it, stop it. That's enough now. Lady cow. 1600s was a mad place, dude. Enough, enough of that. There's lo there's loads of different ones, isn't there? I don't know if it was um like an old wives' tale. It's not really an old wives' tale, but um, um, there's like there's good ladybugs and bad ladybugs. Why am I saying ladybugs? I'm British. Ladybirds, lady cows. I'm just going to call them lady cows for now. Ladybug facts. Okay, so it makes my day better. This is this. This is how fickle I am. It makes my day better. If I find a lady cow on me, like just crawling and just seeing this little red and black spotted thing just crawling on me, just like hello, and I'm like hello, and you know it's a it's a good it's a good little moment of the day. It brings you back to the present moment, and it's just it's nice. Then it flies, and suddenly this once cute red and black spotted thing is now a demon trying to take my life. I. Never, just it. I don't know what it is about them. Like they really freak me out when they fly. I'm fine with moths. I'm fine with flies. I'm fine with bees. Wasps are assholes. But I'm I'm fine with most things. Something about ladybirds when they fly just freaks me out. And I'm so sorry, like because it feels like I'm being very like mean to it when it, all it's doing is actually flying. But it terrifies me, dude. It's like if spiders were to be able to fly. Spiders are fine. If they were flying, I'd probably exit everything. Just out of everything. I'd just control or delete Earth. But let's um let's find out about some ladybirds. So maybe you know, if I get to know them, maybe I'll be less scared of them. Fourteen darling facts about ladybugs. There we go. Mental floss, thank you. Rosemary Moscow. Right. Ah, oh, we value your privacy. No, you don't. Let. Oh. Okay. Hella cool fact coming in. Number one. Ladybugs are named after the Virgin Mary. There are both male and female ladybugs. So why do we call them ladies? Just ask Francis from The Bug's Life. I put that bit in. That's not in the, uh, the actual thing. According to Miriam Webster... They're named after one particular lady, the Virgin Mary. One of the most common European ladybugs, ladybugs, ladybugs is the seven-spot ladybug. Its seven marks reminded people of the Virgin Mary's seven sorrows. Germans even called these insects Marienkaffers. I don't know if that was the right pronunciation. Or Mary's beetles, that's what that means. Um, somebody told me that you had a boyfriend that looked like your girlfriend 
that I had in February of last year. Um, did you see that the killers had like this 67 year old legend crowd surf at one of their shows? Incredible. That's gonna, I can only hope that will be me when I'm that age. Um, yeah, some somebody told me that ladybirds are like you can tell their age by the amount of spots. I don't know if that's true or not, but hopefully. Um, ladybugs aren't bugs. They're beetles. Oh right, okay. Oh god, this is so confusing. True bugs belong to the order. To the order, hem hemip hemiptera hemiptera. And these include familiar insects such as bedbugs and cicadas. Cicadas? Cicada sounds like a party. Yeah, we're having a cicada. Like, not not like a little bug. Okay, fine. You, you know what? You just call them what you want. As long as you're being respectful. Oh, come on. Now it's just getting silly. Some people call ladybugs, birds, bishops or cows with bishops now in parts of England of course why would we be normal and for reasons that are unclear the ladybug is a bishop yet yeah, reasons that are unclear some absolutely mullered drunk in like Liverpool being like you know I don't like the term ladybird alright what what should we what should we call it instead I don't know like bishop or something like all right a lady bishop sure steve whatever you want man can you just go home your kids are waiting dude like come on i know but this is important <laughs> this is serious this is serious business <laughs> local very oh fuck. oh my god local variants of this name abound including the amazing bishy bishy barnaby this is fantastic Nowadays, most people in England use the word ladybird, perhaps because these insects are able flyers. Okay. Oh, in several languages, the portly spotted ladybug is affectionately known as a little cow. This is great. A popular Russian name for the ladybug is Bozya Korovka, which translates to God's little cow. Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe ladybirds are God. Oh, yeah, okay, it was right. So there's different colours of ladybugs, um, coming, in a, coming in a wide range of hues from ashy grey to dull brown to metallic blue. Some have stripes, some have squiggles, some have no pattern at all. Um, these colours are warning signs. If you're an animal, one way to avoid being eaten is to be toxic. <laughs> That definitely extends to humans. Or just plain foul tasting. Definitely extends to humans. Many animals produce chemicals that make them taste gross. And they warn predators about their yuckiness with blazing bright colours, sort of like a stop sign or yellow caution tape. Nice. So they are hella, like, protective of themselves. Well, if something's going to be called a cow of God, then you would expect it to be. What if all farmers and stuff in the Bible were talking about like they were just herding ladybirds instead? No cows, no sheep. I am the shepherd, 
Here are my ladybugs. Adult ladybugs fly with hidden wings. Yeah, don't I know it? Yeah, because the shell comes up. I think that's what it is. I think it, like it's like it's a transformer. The shell comes up and then there's these weird wings that come out. And it's like it changes into a different, completely different bug altogether. Anyway, I'm waffling about ladybugs. What's next? Train. Train, train, train. Actually, I never take the train anymore. Ever since I got a driving license, I like I like to be in control. Um, really, that is, it's just a habit of anxiety. Like, I like being able to leave whenever I want to. And um, public transport. Where I grew up, there was, like, no public transport. And um, so as soon as I got a driving license, I was like, right, I'm driving everywhere. Because if I need to leave, um, I can just go. Um... But I used to get the train everywhere. I, I started getting the train to London on my own quite a lot when I was a teenager. I think I was like 15, 14 or 15. And I I had this thing where, okay, first of all, I'm like, I'm tall. Like I'm like 6'2", I think. Yeah, let's go with that. 6'2", doesn't matter, over six foot. And... um but I'm like, I'm like legs, I'm all legs, I'm like six foot of legs and then two inches of body, phrasing, and so, and I, I like, and I, li- I like my space, I like my space, so what I did, what I still do, what I don't understand why not more people do, is on a train, I mean this doesn't work if it's like massively busy and everyone's standing up anyway, but if you're on like a moderately busy train, Trains have vestibules, right? Like the, which is another word that I love, vestibule. Um, the bits in between carriages. I would just go and sit in there. It's like a whole little cabin to myself. I could open the window, stick my head out, and just, you know, feel the breeze in my hair like a puppy. And, you know, that people would walk through if they're going to the toilet or going to get themselves a snack from the bar. But most of the time, you just sat there and you just chill and you've got your own space and your own vibe. If you've got a comfy bag to sit on, then you're even more comfortable. I mean, okay, for a three-hour journey, maybe not. But if it's just like a half an hour on the train, which it normally was for me, then, you know, just vestibule out. Vibing in the vestibule, why not? You're welcome for that tip. Trains, 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 trains. I've definitely said this before, but I think there was a Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh yeah, because railroad was a word ages ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. So I spoke I spoke about the fact that there was this whole disused railway in my town that I had no idea was there. But then I also remember when I was a kid, they had Thomas the Tank Engine there as well. Do Americans call it Thomas the Train? What do you call it? Thomas the... If you call it Thomas the Train, I'm going to be so annoyed. No, it, it, it is Thomas the Tank Engine for everybody. Sorry, I'm, I'm like, I don't know what's going on with me. I'm really like... I've really got a thing about grammar today and what things are called. I don't know. I I have no idea why. Ignore me. Ignore me. Go to sleep. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Just go to sleep. Ah, breathe in, breathe out. 
Go to sleep. Stop listening to me. Leave. Don't perceive me. So Thomas the Tank Engine, yeah, they used to have like a Thomas the Tank Engine there, which was cool. That was really cool, I guess. Um, Man, trains. Yeah, I think every train should be like Thomas the Tank Engine. Either Thomas the Tank Engine or a bullet train. There should be no in-between. That's it. Thomas the Tank Engine for people who just want to vibe. And then bullet trains for people who just need to go where they need to go. Get rid of trams. Trams scare me. That's it. Thomas the Tank Engine and bullet trains. And then if you're feeling extra fancy, Thomas the Tank Engine bullet trains. <sighs> yeah. He gets like an upgrade. Mecha Thomas. Yeah. Amazing. No way. Thomas, Thomas and Friends, the TV show Thomas and Friends was narrated by Ringo Starr. I did not know that. That's amazing. It's the second Beatles reference of the day. Da, 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 Hey, dude. What is interesting about trains? Bro, I need to, I think I said this on Railroad as well. I need to get Francis Bourgeois on this podcast. Do you know what? No, I'll get him on, on under the guise of talking about trains. And I'm like, what do you think about ladybugs? Huh? Everyone talks to you about trains. I want to know about your thoughts on bread rolls. Would you ever run down a hill chasing cheese? Tell me that, France was bourgeois. Which, which also sounds like a cheese. Fancy cheese, though. Modern bullet trains can now travel more than 300 miles an hour. Oh my god. The word train comes from a French verb which means to draw or drag. Train, I guess. Ghost trains run on the British train network often. Cool. Thanks for the nightmares. Uh, trains were built to transport passengers and cargo quickly around, along railroads. That's the most obvious fact of the day. Early trains once relied on gravity and rope for motion. That's interesting. The first travel agency started thanks to a train trip. A train excursion was organized in 1841 for a total of 540 parishioners to attend a temperance meeting in London. The organizer, Thomas Cook, negotiated a fare for passengers which, which included a meal with their tickets. Huh. After the successful trip, he began to expand his operations within Europe and the United States. By 1873, this travel agency came to be known as Thomas Cook and Son. Wow. Thomas and trains just go together, don't they? The current world record of a train's top speed is 357.2 miles an hour. Damn, that's quick, bro. Train travel was made popular by Abraham Lincoln's assassination what, what are these facts? In 1865, after the assassination of then-President Abraham Lincoln, a funeral train carried his body through 180 cities on its way to Lincoln's home state. The funeral train made front-page news and was later used as inspiration in establishing train travel around the world. Well, that kind of makes sense. The first American locomotive lost to a horse. That's why you get it in all the movies, horses running faster than trains. In 1830, an industrialist designed a steam engine called Tom Thumb. What, what is it? Why are all trains called Toms? 
was it because it's called Thomas Cook? Anyway, which was capable of going 18 miles an hour. Damn, slow down, bro. As it underwent tests near a railroad, a horse-drawn train pulled alongside it and it was challenged to a race. Oh my God. Just revving your horse and your train. Like, what would that be? Like, the, the ste- you get like a steam train, so it'd be like... I'm going to move back from the mic for a second to make this sound. I can't do the actual train sound that that girl on TikTok can do, but I can try my best. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Something like that. Close enough. All right. And um, that'd be, that's the train revving. And then the horse is like... <laughs> he can't be bothered, apparently. Um, and then they just like... Yeah, cane it down this dirt railroad. Amazing. Um, okay, next, 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 next. Bored. Bored is the final word, as in B-O-A-R-D. I hope you're not bored. I really hope. Are you bored? Are you having fun? Well, that's kind of the intention, actually. If you are bored, then you go to sleep. I have done my job. But no, this is bored as in B-O-A-R-D. Like surfboard, um, but I'm more of a skateboarder, and I'm going to tell you a really nice story actually. Um, so I've been skateboarding since I was about eleven or twelve, and I was always kind of in awe of the skateboarders, and they were all like, they were like the older kids when I went up to secondary school. Uh, they were like three years above me, so they were all like, you know, it's that, that standard kind of, whoa, they're so cool, man. And I became friends with one of them, called Tom. Guys, a running theme throughout this episode. Um, and I said to him, I was like, hey, man, I, I really want to skate. And that was true because my voice broke at that age. So I was like, hey, man. But I didn't, you know, sound like this. I, it wasn't particularly developed. So I was like, hey, man, I want to I wanna skate. Like I, I did. So it was so like boomy and I didn't know what to do with it. So I was like, hello, could I have a skate with you, please? Um. So um, he was like, yeah, just bring your skateboard. Uh, we're going after school. And I was like, I don't have a skateboard and because uh, I didn't think about that apparently I was like I just want to skate uh, I've never been one for details uh, so yeah I didn't really think about didn't really think about that uh, that issue that might be might be caused but um, he was like okay don't worry about it we went skating well I, I went and met up with them he was like, just meet us after school. And I was like, okay. So I met up with them and he, him and the guys basically Frankensteined together a board out of all their old stuff. And that was like one of the first times I remember anyone doing anything nice for me. Um, it was, Yeah. I thought I was just going to like borrow someone's board for the day, but no, they managed to put together this whole setup, skateboard setup for me. Like it wasn't great. It was like, it was stuff that was kind of falling apart, but I didn't care. It was, it was really, really nice. And, um, it stuck with me and 
you know it's it's stuff like that that like i try to then always pay stuff like that forward so it's just because that happened to me at such a developmental age i try and like pay that forward and you know for the for the, for the bad things that happened i also try and go right i don't want to do that you know we all have these we all have a choice about what to take from the thing like what lessons to learn from the things that are taught to us um but i had i had the best day with them just riding this like hella crappy skateboard and um i still have it i still have the deck it it snapped not like long after i don't have the trucks or wheels or anything but um yeah i still have the deck i think i have all my broken skateboards i should just put them up around the van that'd be cool um anyway yeah just that little bit of kindness shown to like an 11 year old has made a big bit difference so the moral of the story to end this off is show a little bit of kindness because you never know the effect it might have like i was um i don't know if i've already said this but i was at a wedding and i met this like nine-year-old bullet he was one of the coolest kids i've ever met break dancing on the dance floor like he just didn't care and he was awesome naturally i was dancing with him as well because you know he needed to be battled but <laughs> and i won but um yeah like he he really brought out the kid in me and i made a point like at the end of the night to say to him something something along the lines of like don't let anybody crush your thunder dude you're awesome like it's one of those type of things and um because you know because so many kids that have that real spark not just kids like just at, like adults humans that have that spark be before it's like molded into something it can be quite chaotic and wild and that can get quashed so quickly and the magic is just crushed down and pressed in like sand you know like how like sand is like dead animals this is a weird analogy but um and i'm gonna go <laughs> basically encourage people be nice to people be kind to people even if it's only for a second build that momentum build the momentum of doing stuff like that the world will be a better place and i hope i don't i don't feel like you will be more chilled after this episode but maybe maybe you were slightly entertained um i hope you were i really hope you were if not go chase some cheese down a hill okay <laughs> all right um thank you for listening you're wonderful it's been nice to speak to you um, I hope you have a good rest of your day or a nice sleep or whatever you're doing. Please do take care of yourself. Be be kind to yourself as well as everyone else. That is the most important thing. And if you would like bonus episodes and bonus content, you can subscribe to me on Patreon, which is a wonderful little website uh, that you can sign up to subscribe to me for a very good price um and get yeah all this bonus content and it really really 
supports me um, because I really enjoy doing this and I hope you enjoy me doing it too. And I will speak to you soon. Cool. Take care. Bye.